Hey, I'm going to give you a quote whenever we're ready to start. Oh, we've been ready. Oh, oh we already me, started? Hit okay. Hit me. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. I like that one when you posted that. Yeah. But I think that that I didn't intend it that way, but I feel that that leads to our discussion today. I think you need to say it again. Okay. Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Mm. And that's from George Adair. Some some dead dude, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did look it up, Good I job. swear. I, I looked it up. I forget. Good oh. job, Aaron. Yeah, thank you. I try. <laughs> fear's a fickle bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes, that fear is. What are you scared of? Oh. Nothing. Yeah. The only thing that I'm scared of is uh, things that happen to my family. I don't really mm. fear anything else. What's up? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, well, you can I, be confident in that. I've just gotten. I dig it. I've gotten to the point to where, like, not too many things rattle me until it has to do with my wife or my kids. Got gotcha. you. And in what sense? Like what? Like, are you, you you're afraid you're going to lose them? Yeah. Or, like, somebody's going to mess with yeah. them? Like, well, all the above? Um, All the above. Um, And not af- afraid, but just, like, uh, I think we we even talked about one time the, the exercise of just, you know, stripping everything down mentally to where, you know, and for me it was a Tony Robbins thing years ago of, like, you know, what if your family was taken away what if your job you know like or um right the the backward no not the backward country song the the forward country song of you know my dog's taken away my wife's taken away um all the above and and you're left with just you and you've and you come to you know virtually the worst possible place that you can be and then everything you know you build everything back into that and and you see like these are all the things that you want to have in your life mm. and the things that you care about and the things that you know motivate you to keep going and for me like you know if we're talking about embrace the suck like i feel like right now personally i'm in the middle of the suck on some things mm. professionally um personally sometimes right. you know professionally is affecting personally and then you know, a whole bunch of other things. Um, and plus there's a, you know, there's a fucking pandemic. <laughs> so, um, sure. but, but the only thing that I have fear of is, is losing my wife and three kids. Hmm. You know, if I lose my job, whatever, I'm going to be fine. Cool. If I lose my car, my hat, ha- you know, anything like that. Um, I should say family and friends in general, but, but, the, the one thing that gets me is that that's it so um so yeah if we're talking about fear then that's the only thing that i fear about you i'm scared of a lot of things <laughs> really big pythons <laughs> <laughs> well yeah so that that's interesting um i like the quote because there's let's let's briefly talk about different types of fear okay Right, so there is uh, fear that you can, in my opinion, there's fear that you can experience in your life that holds you back mm-hmm. from progressing in a relationship, progressing yeah. in a professional, uh, your career, yep. uh, or in you know getting better at some hobby that you're really into, or you know maybe you're an athlete and getting better in your sport. There are there's a type of fear that can hold you back there. Mm-hmm. Then there's a type of fear of like, like I'm scared of that snake. <laughs> You know, or you, you jumped yeah. out of airplanes. It's a fear of falling out of an airplane, yeah. right? Um, you know, there's all sorts of stuff like that, right? Um, uh, there's a third one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there's the ones you're talking about, like the fear of, you know, losing your family. Yeah. Those are, those are real fears. Like fear of, you know, every time my 18-year-old son... Um, you know, goes goes in his car, goes yeah. wherever. I mean, I have a real yeah. worry is, is anxiety. It causes anxiety, I think. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So I think you're kind of talking about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so how do you how do you tackle the other ones? 
Because okay. it sounds like you're not really bothered by it. Uh, well, it's, it's, I guess, it, you know, like, I mean, it's not necessarily that I'm not bothered by it. It's, it's, um, what, what is the, there's a, like, there's a Zen quote that's, you know, Zen master asks a pupil, you know, um, about if you can, what is it? Uh, the, the, the pupil says that, you know, I'm worried, I'm worried about everything. Yeah. And the Zen master goes, well, you know, of the things that you have 100% control over, you know, that you have you do something about, you know, right. should you really worry about those things? Right. People's like, well, I, I guess not um, <laughs> yeah. because I can control those things. And then the master comes back and goes, you know, on the other side of that, uh, the rest of things that you can't control, you know, if you can't control it, should you really worry about those things? Mm-hmm. You know, because they're out of your control. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything about them. And you know, the people goes, well, I, I guess I can't worry about those either. <laughs> and so, so the master comes back and basically says, you know, so you've got all the things that you can control and all the things that you can't control. And that's pretty much 100% of everything. Everything in life. Right. And, and so if you don't have to worry about the things that you can control and the things that you can't control, why should you worry? <laughs> Some that's very, yeah, no, that's very simplistic. But, um, but you know, I mean, I've stepped on snakes before and, and jumped back and had the initial... You know, oh, right. But, right. I, I, I've actually, <laughs> I've actually been in the woods of North Carolina at Fort Bragg, sitting on two shovels. I don't know. What you, Wait, <laughs> army people will know what that means. Okay, uh, taking a crap. Oh, I got yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and a snake coming straight for me. I'm huh. like, ah. Um. Yeah, that'll make you put things in perspective. Yeah, and run. Um. But, but. You know, and I think it goes back to you do the best you can do, right? With those fears on that, with the what was the second fear? Sorry, how the <laughs> there are three fears. I'm afraid of the third one. <laughs> yes, losing your family. Yeah, the the big real like things that cause anxiety. Oh yeah, yeah. Those okay. So <clears throat> so the snakes would cause or yes, I would work. Although would I cause think anxiety. a snake coming at you while you're taking a crap would probably cause some anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but look, it's it's a fear you have to deal with right there in the moment. Right. Right. Like right. you have – there's no time to think about – maybe you had a little time. I don't know. Yeah. But there's really no time to think about what no. you're going to do versus the one where you're like preparing. Right. Well, I was almost in a car accident this morning because the two idiots in an intersection, you know, were deciding to be dumb. Um, <laughs> and so you deal with that in the moment and then – I mean, you could go on the rest of the day going, oh, my God, I almost got killed. Yes. But what good does that do? Yeah, none. That's what I'm – I guess that's what I'm getting to. Like, you know, like – so if I continued to harbor that fear, then I would never go drive again. I'd never drive through Mm -hmm. that intersection, Mm -hmm. first of all. I'd never – in which, I mean, people don't ever, you know, pay attention through intersections half the time anymore. But that's a whole other thing. But, you know, but then I think about my son driving, who's 16 – and you know, like, tell him, okay, at that particular intersection, <laughs> Decker and Brookfield, yeah, yeah, like, just take you know, yeah, two seconds before you go, and I don't care if somebody's beeping their horn at you right. behind you, just do it. You wait. Yeah. Um, and and anyway, um, so so yeah, it's a, it. You have to have some type of coping mechanism for immediate things. You have to have some yes. type of coping me- mechanism for, you know, the the things like work or yeah. or you know social or something like that mm-hmm. that that are you know that can be fearful but mm-hmm. but knowing yeah. knowing that I've prepared myself as much as possible so that if I were to lose my job if I were to lose a contract it wouldn't be the end of the world for you it wouldn't be the end of the world yeah. and and I would say that it's just money but that's Money, yeah, it's important. <laughs> it's important. Um, but my fear of that is less and less because I have experience and know that I could pick up, and it may take, you know, a day, a week, a month, six months to to 
if I wanted to get a job job to do that, doing what I want to do, making the same amount that I made, or, you know, I've done enough things for myself to where, like, I never feel like, you know, we'll go hungry right? because I've prepared myself right. and I hope my right. family for that. So, right. so that's why I don't fear mm-hmm. those things anymore. Right. And it only comes down to my loved ones, you know, right. and, and that I wouldn't know how to prepare for. Right. right. And that's, that's also an interesting uh, way to sort of splice it is that, you know, what is that? Is that saying like no fear? Remember the t-shirts in the oh, 90s yeah. or whatever? Yeah. But it's not about having no fear, right? Sure. You, being afraid <laughs> keeps you from going out the front door. Right. Right. You can, you can have a fear for someone, for something. Maybe a better term is respect for it. Exactly. Right. So yeah. you can, like talking about losing your, losing your job, you can be afraid to lose your job in the point where you are like paralyzed, paralyzed. You, you're not actually doing even your current job duties because you're scared to right. mess up or whatever. And therefore <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Or you can respect the fact that you might lose your job yeah. and prepare. Yeah. Right. Two very different things. True. True. And, different ways to look at fear. Right. And, and, and prepare either for the next thing to come or prepare, yeah. you know, like whatever you can control, do better in that aspect. Right. Whatever you can't control, you know, there's got to be a certain amount of acceptance. Um, That's right. And and it sucks. It sucks, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, if you you do the best you can do, mm-hmm. and that and if you're always doing the best you can do for things that affect you personally, mm-hmm. then it's it's harder to be fearful. I think. Yeah. I think. Right. Know, for me. Right. For me. Um, and I know that not everybody thinks like that, but but yeah, but a healthy dose of fear. On some it's, things, it's healthy. Use like, the right word. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, is is okay to have. So I'm lining up some. Uh, this is interesting that you brought fear up today, though. It's going to be June before I talk to him at this point. But um, I don't know if you know who Tony Blower is. Uh, you you know of his stuff because I yeah. talk about him all the time. Sure. But he's the guy who uh, I've learned a lot from in terms of self defense and, and managing fear and mm-hmm. stress. And in that self defense scenario, I'm going to be doing an interview with him in June. Cool. And um, that's going to be primarily the subject, which is fear and how to handle that initial stress and nice. planning and, yeah. you know, the um, just being prepared, the OODA loop and yeah, all that yeah. stuff yeah. That, Ooh, uh, yeah, that everybody likes to over talk about. But, right. um, you know, he uses it in a real realistic way. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah. But I think the point, I, re- I think the reason you're bringing up that is that that's a precursor for uh, the main subject, which is embrace the suck. Yeah. Embrace the suck. That's the title of this episode, Embrace the Suck, Right. I, I think. Um, now, we've seen that on patches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen it on shirts. We've right. screamed it while we're rolling around in the mud. Yeah. Um, but what, is, what does that mean to you? What does that, what does that anthem mean to you, man? Um, I, well, I wanted to make sure was was the first – I feel like even – I never really heard that when I was in the Army – so I feel like the first time I heard it was Mark Divine. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if it's like a Navy SEAL thing. It might be. It might be. It's not a Navy SEAL. No, boo. Why are you on my podcast? Program? I know exactly. <laughs> I thought you only have Navy SEALs on here. Um, <laughs> I did some cool stuff. One Navy time. SEALs and ninjas and samurais. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. You got to be one of the three. Okay. Well, I was a ninja when I was in okay. eighth grade. Cool. Yeah. Um, so. I think the first time that I heard it was either with Mark Devine or um, maybe it was like No Easy Day or or Easy that Day. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, that book. That's a good book. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, like, right. Yeah. You know, and, and and so to me, I feel that what it means is. You know that there's always going to be shit out there that is going to come towards you, come after you. Um, yeah, if you're you know, doing anything in life. Right, exactly. And that may be a person. That may be, um, yeah. you know, it may be, you know, something, <laughs> I was going to say ethereal, but, um, but. Well, I don't know. Like, you know, it could be a medical condition. It could be, you know, there, there, sure. There's so many things that could suck. 
Um, but, but, you know, kind of going back to the the Zen master thing, like it's the knowing that that is out there and that you have to deal with it. And so, so literally embracing like, this is, this is going to suck. Yeah. You know, how do I deal with it? And, you know, you can sit there and wallow in pity for a half second. Hmm. You can sit there and wallow in pity for maybe a couple of days. Yeah. Or you could do it for the rest of your life. And I think that is yeah. part of what distinguishes, you know, people that that say, you know, fuck it, drive on. And, you yeah, know, and the done. people that are always worrying Absolutely. about everything in their life. Yeah. So, so, you know, so it's literally just a, I know this is going to suck. I'm going to have to deal with it. Mm. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't want to necessarily. I mean, you know, when you go out and do Spartan races and things like that, like you were. They say that at Spartan Race. Yeah. Yeah, they say that a lot. Races yeah. suck. Yeah. Well, but. That's another place we've heard it. But you're also choosing to do that. Yeah. Or. Yeah, it's funny how <laughs> we've been in scenarios with people and, like, we signed up for this. Yes, like, exactly. Why are you bitching? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like, I know it's muddy. That's what we came here for. <laughs> if you didn't know that. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, there are pictures. I, I know you're sweating. <laughs> it's a, uh, we're working out. Like, <laughs> So, so yeah. cho- choosing to, but, but, but the things that you don't choose that really suck, I mean, that really truly suck or, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I could see that, you know, in a Naval SEAL sense or, or Army Ranger or, you know, w- whatever it is, like you go out and you do a mission and, and you, I guess you always have choices, but you have no choice except that to go, okay, how do I deal with this the best that I can? Right. You know, so that's in the military sense. But, you know, uh, you know, if if somebody dies very close to you, how do I deal with this the best that I can? Right. And and so that is what Embrace the Suck means to me. <laughs> nice nice paper. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like the uh, – man, you know, I've got patch. I give patches away with Embrace the Suck yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh man, it's it's kind of it's like an onion <laughs> peeling layers, like mm-hmm. the uh, like Shrek says. Um, yes. I like it a lot because it makes me think about uh, purposefully going into something that's not fun mm-hmm. with the specific goal uh, to raise your level of ability to put up with sucky things. Yep. You know, it, it's like that's why I, I like a lot of these um, long, extended workouts, and mm-hmm. I like Spartan races. I like rucking for twelve miles, and you know, seventy-two hour belt tests and just endurance things. And I love that stuff because, not because I want to be like macho guy and mm-hmm. you know, other side I'm awesome and you can't do what I can do. I don't really care, and I think anyone can do this stuff. It's that every time I do that, it raises my level just a little bit, you know, just mm-hmm. a little bit each time you do something hard. And then when you're on the other side of it and you look back at it, you're just able to deal with bullshit easier as time goes on. Right. You know, and I think that's you talk about Navy SEALs, man. I think that's uh, that's what they have to learn. I mean, you're not going to do a week long workout <laughs> right <laughs> i mean literally it's what i do right um with like four hours sleep you know like that you're not gonna get through that unless you learn this lesson right which is yeah it sucks but don't just focus on how much it sucks and how much it hurts right now mm-hmm. focus on what you're gonna get out of it on the other end right and that's what you mean by embrace it like just learn from it like be present in the moment while it's happening quit bitching about it just pay attention I have a mentor of mine that says, uh, pay attention, it's free. (laughs) And I love that because uh, how many people just, they aren't paying attention. They're just going through the motions. Like I I see that when I'm coaching people. I see that when we're doing these things. I see that when we're in, you know, martial arts tournaments and things, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, 
Well, and, and when you aren't paying attention, that's when things that suck that come at it you really sideways, yeah. they really suck because yeah. you're not prepared you're at all. Attention. You're not even paying attention to the point where you learn the lesson on the other side. Right. You know, and I, that's why, you know, sometimes people don't come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And do the thing again. Well, and, and, and seeing if this fit in to what you were just saying, but, um, the thing I posted yesterday was everything gets harder if you start going on and on about how hard it is. Oh, I love that quote that you posted. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, I mean, oh, it's hard. I'm tired. Yeah. You thought it sucked and it did. It did. It did. <laughs> and, and, it and it's going to continue to suck. And it sucked harder because you did nothing but worry about how much it was going to suck. Right. Exactly. Because you're scared of it. Right. You know, which goes back to the first thing. But that's that's it. It helps us learn how to deal with shitty shit. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. When and you, for me, there's nothing better to learn. There's not a better scenario to learn in than a physical one. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's just easy. It's easy yeah. to, to get to the quitting point faster yes. in a physical environment. Yeah, you know, it doesn't cost physical money. Well, I <laughs> thinking of that, and, and if you're doing a tough workout, and and what what was um, what was the movie you had me watch? Um, I don't know. No, the, 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 made you watch the, a bunch the of the Go Ruck. The Go Ruck. Oh, the uh, stand. The standard. The standard. Yes. Yeah. So, I was looking at it going. You know how you watch things like that and you go, "Yeah, I could do that." Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. Uh, Twenty-four hours. Of that? Yeah. Well, forty-eight hours. Yeah, that's right. It was <laughs> forty-eight sorry, hours. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was yeah. forty-eight. Twenty-four hours. hours, and you're like, "Yeah, okay." Um, but, but. I was thinking while I was watching that movie, um, you know, A, I was thinking back to some things that I had done in my previous mm-hmm. life. Um, nothing that was probably worse in a 48-hour period than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the main thing I was thinking, like, what goes first in something like that? Is it your mind or your body? It's your mind. It's your heart. Well, now... There's, is it? There's a difference. I was wondering for you too. Like, is so, it? So there's a difference. Because um, I've I've taken people through some of that stuff. I've right. coached people through some hard, not 48 hours of right. you know Straight. friggin' special forces cadre led right. destruction. Right. Um, and it, there, there's there is definitely a physical capacity that some mm-hmm. people are going to reach. You know, right. like if you 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 know your average human is not going to go do 48 hours of a go ruck event. Right. Is not. Nor, nor should you. You should train. You for should that. train a little bit. Yeah, yeah you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Um, that's why when you when you look at that, I think it was like half of them didn't make it through the the. Um, so like in that one in particular, the everybody lines process. up. And they, whatever it's called, the welcome party, yeah, or whatever welcome, they call it. Yeah. They just test you. They they have like a minimum list of things that whatever how many push ups in two minutes, how right. fast you run right. a mile, whatever, yeah. and you have to pass it. This is a standard. That's why it's called the standard. Right. If you don't met, meet the standard, you're not fit enough to do the next. 47 hours right or 46 hours however long the thing takes right there's there is that mm-hmm. but i think for most people it is it is their mind yeah or their heart whichever one you want to kind of interrelated there but that's what's going to give up first for most people yeah. i've seen it i've seen it <laughs> i've seen people get in their car and go home in the middle of a 5k run mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean okay yeah it's yeah, all it's all yeah. a matter of scale of sure. of like what you can mentally tolerate sure you know the mind will make your body go farther than you think well okay so let's scale it back from not 48 hours and you're doing a half hour or 45 minute or an hour workout mm-hmm. and and it you know and and there's a there's a standard in there so it's not like you're just doing it you know free and, and right um, so, you know, I've had times to where like my mind is telling me to keep fucking mm-hmm. going, but like all of a sudden just my leg, of course, gives out or, you know, and, and, and of course it of course. depends on what you've been doing up to that point and how mm-hmm. much you prepared and everything. Mm-hmm. But like, like I just can't physically do another squat jump right now or mm-hmm. something like that. Sure. And and so and but my mind's going, mm-hmm. yes I can, but my body's going but to me the difference <laughs> is not that moment. Uh-huh. It is that you come back in 10 minutes and finish it. Right. You don't quit working out forever. Right. Right. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Those people will leave that thing and you will never see them again. That's true. That's you know true. I mean? right. Like 
that's I think that's what we're talking about in terms of the lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Is that if you, yeah, you, I mean, you're gonna get, you can't do ten miles of a bear crawl. You know, you, right. after about two miles, you're probably gonna collapse. <laughs> but do you never finish the ten miles? Right. You know, if I gave you ten days to do it, you'd get it done. Right. Right. That's the difference, I think, because um, you're not learning that lesson. You're not learning that lesson of like pushing through mentally or mm-hmm. just whatever it is. Maybe I have to catch my breath and reset. That's fine. Yeah. Don't quit. Yeah. And I think that's the lesson there. Um, yeah. Don't. Quit. Yeah. It's going to Don't quit for the long term. Yeah. Because that's going to come back to bite you in the end. That's right, man. And if you do embrace the suck, even to a certain point and and something gives out, it, I, it's going to happen. I, well, I, but I almost go to like your body is going to give out. But if your mind gives out, that's when you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And when you quit, when you is when you lose, right? Exactly, flat out. Yeah, and 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 so I look at every workout that I do now as as there's. <laughs> I used to look at it also this way with like professions. You know, this I I am not putting down people that are in physical professions at all, and I'm thinking like athletes. Okay, mm. um, but. To me, that's a much easier job sometimes than, you know, running a business and trying to figure out, you know, how to deal with everybody. Oh, by far. Right. But because a, a, doing something physical, I don't, I, it just, to, I've always thought that, like, it's easier. And so I look at every physical thing way. that I do. Um, I used to really understand this or at least i rationalized it somewhere in, along the way um but just with something that's physical you can usually see results from it you I can see. see sometimes an end point you can see i mean even like let's break it down to like a building a website versus consulting for a company mm-hmm. like it's easier to build the website because there's a yeah, it's quasi, you yeah. know, finite physical thing that is right. done versus, you know, an ongoing thing that you never, um, or even uh, for me, like running a restaurant, like every day was the same. All right. I got you. And, and so, um, but sorry, track back. Um, but I, I just, I've just always thought it's easier to go and do a physical thing than it is sometimes to deal with a mental challenge. Maybe, maybe over time I've changed. Absolutely, it is though. Yeah. I, I see where you're going with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easier to run a 5K than it is to build a business. Right. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, give you that. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people quit building their business too because it gets hard. Exactly. And because all of a sudden they're like, "Well, I don't have payroll this month." Right. Do you? Re- how bad do you want it? You know, like you're gonna fold it up first. First sign of adversity. You know, I mean, yeah. do you really want this to work? You look at businesses that have been around for seven plus years. Mm-hmm. Those owners have gone without getting paid. Yes, I've done it multiple times. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, you, you just it's there's gonna be adversity. There's gonna be problems. Right. You know, um, if you if you fold up the first sign of trouble your business won't be around and you see those businesses yes you see them some you know like you know uh, what flavored ice stand pops up or whatever yeah. and then all of a sudden it's you know and those people cold and no one goes there and they fold up and they leave those people have probably put their life savings into that yep that place too mm-hmm. and 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 um you know coming from the restaurant industry at one point it was i think the statistics when i was getting my sba loan were like um Eighty percent of restaurants oh, yeah. fail in the first year. Oh yeah, I and can then see a restaurant. the second year, sixty percent of those restaurants fail. The, the super, next year, super tiny uh, oh, profit margin on a restaurant. Exactly. Right? So you yeah. know when you're applying for a loan for a restaurant, I'm good, had, good luck. Yeah, I wouldn't think they even give you a loan, but yeah, no, we gotta leverage everything. It's, yeah, it's all based on um, history of the entrepreneur first, mm. but also like I ha- well, I had to have. I'm sure I had no money in the bank when yeah. I came back. I did my MBA, came back from Australia, um, and I was buying my first uh, uh, business, my first restaurant, and you know, I had nothing. <laughs> and so, and we and we also just bought a house too. So right. it was like, uh, what are we doing? Um, but 
So I had to, my grandmother and my dad like lent me money to put into my bank account for like over 30 days. Mm, so it looked it was like, just sitting there. Right, yeah. Right, right. And so, um, uh, and then, you know, I gave it right back to them afterwards mm-hmm. and then busted my ass every single day in order to, to right. make it work. Um, right. There was a point to that. <laughs> Embracing the sandwich. Embracing the sandwich. Ooh. You like that? Yeah. No. Gluten-free. <laughs> Gluten-free now. Yeah. You start a restaurant where you have to, like, go through a really hard workout in order to get your sandwich. <laughs> At the end, we're like, here's Here your you sandwich. Go. Oh, wow. Anybody who's out there. Would never sell a sandwich. Exactly. Um, but, but the – okay, yeah, it was just more statistics and how to get there. But – um. But so I see every single workout that I do or every single physical thing that I do as if I can get through that, then I can get through the mental challenges that have nothing to do with that particular workout or physical activity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so I feel like the people that that can run all day, well, you know, maybe those are people that could also do better in business or do better in whatever pursuit that they're going to that isn't necessarily physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so by embracing the suck within that physical workout that's once a day or whenever yeah. it is, um, you know, then I feel like, you know, my mind has, has learned from that physical activity. That's right. So that it can deal with other mental bullshit. There's definitely a transfer there. The and that's why you I mean you can you can look this up. You can read about it. Like take like Silicon Valley CEOs. They're they're looking for hard workouts and you can see all these articles about, you know, them searching out trainers that are really going to push them or they're doing like Muay Thai or kickboxing or mm-hmm. or and that's I, I think uh in terms of martial arts, one of the the most popular fastest rising martial art right now is Brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah and one I think it's you know from because you don't really you know, all you need is a soft floor right but uh outside of that I think it's because it is tough mm-hmm. and I think people are um whether they understand it themselves clearly or not something right. subconscious might be making us as a group of people on the planet we're we're searching for things that are tough yeah you know I mean of us you know the upper middle class more well-to-do humans you know yeah. and, I think someone who you know is living in some and poor to struggle every single scenario, they're yeah. not looking for harder things, right. trying to like <laughs> feed themselves. That's right. different. But like, you know, like us, you know, we have pretty good jobs. We mm-hmm. make money. We've always been okay. We're white middle class people. Right. I mean, you can sort of get complacent in your life, yeah. and then everything sucks, and then you're scared of everything, and right. you have those anxiety because you're not like you're not doing anything. So we're searching for things that are tough. Yeah, um, there's a market for it. Yeah, uh, like I said, like you can watch Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. There's one on every corner, basically. Right, um, right. Oh, and that's why the, what that just drove past the Sorenex factory mm-hmm. yesterday, and it, it, I Those feel like it's getting bigger. Oh, it's <laughs> the, yeah, Sorenex is awesome. Um, need to sponsor us. Um, oh, yeah, bring it. I want to read this uh, this uh, Daily Stoic. Okay. And we're talking about embrace the suck, and I don't want to turn this into the next you know, 20 minutes into stoicism, Mm -hmm. but you know, that's at the core of stoicism you know, is the embrace this. If, if they had a motto, it would probably be embrace the suck. Right. Right. But, uh, the cucumber is bitter. Throw it out. Brambles in the path, then go around. That's all you need to know. Nothing more. Don't demand to know why such things exist. It's from, uh, Marcus Aurelius. If you're a a stoic, you know all about this dude, but, um, yeah, isn't that the truth though? Like, it's very simple. Like we worry so much about why is it like that? You know? Yeah. Like they're not texting me back. What did I do wrong? Or why are they hating me or whatever? Yeah. It's probably not about you. You know, <laughs> maybe they lost their phone or maybe they just are sleeping. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. But we do this thing and where we, you know, create these stories and these scenarios and we worry like, Oh God, I'm gonna go to the Spartan race and, People are going to see me muddy, and then what am I going to do? You know, like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Or I'm not going to compete like the elite or I won't athletes win. that are out there. I don't want to go work out because I'm not as I'm not as fit as these people that I'll be working out with. Right. <laughs> and you never will but, be at that point. But, you know, yeah. we're, we're saying that flippantly. I, I mean, yeah. I understand the, the fear of is real of someone coming yeah. into a situation like that. I get all that shit. I'm talking, you know, generalities yeah. of, like, 
embracing the suck in this particular quote is, um, yeah, if it's going to suck, it's just going to suck. Like, why do you need to worry about why it's going to suck? Why, right. why don't you worry about getting through it? Yeah. And it, it, again, it goes back to <laughs> the cucumber is bitter. Can you do anything about that? Throw it away. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Right. Or, but did Marcus know that that might be a pickle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was the first thing That's... when I read this, I was like, mm, anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, you know, something's if, if obstructing you. If go there around are brambles it. in the path, yeah. Go around. Go around. Don't um, worry about why they're there. Who planted them there? Do, well, who cares? Or, <laughs> or, you know what? Cut the fucking brambles down. Yeah, exactly. I think Cut a path if that's what you need to do. We're seeing that. We're seeing the opposite of stoicism. We're seeing the opposite of embrace the suck in our society these yeah. days. We're just seeing it. We're, you know, Trump said blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, I don't, really? All right. Do you care? Like, I mean, maybe you do care, but did it really change anything in your world? Probably not. No, there are a lot of things. That... And again, I'm not throwing out, <laughs> you know, people of color or any of their, you no. know, other situations of people that aren't like me. I'm just saying right. in general, not a whole lot, you know? Yeah. He just made you mad, but yeah. whatever. You're spending too much time on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There, there, well, especially when, and I won't just use him, but, I, or, yeah, or, or anybody from choice. the left or right, don't care. Like when there, when there's somebody that is irrational, in the things that they do and say. Yeah, why are you? Yeah. Like, you know, maybe it's tougher when that person's your president, your senator, your your governor, whatever. Or your spouse. Uh, spouse, but yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but it, it's like, if they are totally irrational all the time, at least from what you perceive of them, mm -hmm. then the best thing to do is go around that bramble. Yeah, or turn it off. Or turn it off, <laughs> or just get away from it. Um, yeah. And and it's not to hide you know not to hide your head in the sand. It, it's, no, it's there. There are certain things that if they're going to if they're going to trigger you in a good way and you do something productive with that. Yeah. And in you know whether that's going protest, whether that's going write mm -hmm. a book, whether that's you know whatever it happens to be that is right for you, then use that. That's right. Go use go, it as fuel. Use it as fuel. But if it's something that's going to, on the opposite side, fuel you to get enraged all the time yeah. and not do anything productive it's about it. It's not healthy. It, it's yeah. not healthy. And then, right. you know, right. so so you, so you in that aspect, embracing the suck would be do something with it. Absolutely. Make it productive for yourself and for other people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but but again, just complaining about whether it's a person yeah, or at least or, suffer in silence. I don't have to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one. True. Uh, and this one, um, man, this one, this one hit home. Uh, this came out before uh, this past weekend. This post by um, talking about Go Ruck, Jason McCarthy. Mm -hmm. I've, uh, I'm trying to get him on the show too, which would be incredible. All right. Not that you're listening, but maybe you'll listen. Um, he is the CEO of uh, GoRuck, and he put out this. Uh, you should follow him on Instagram. Like he's he's got some good shit. Yeah. Uh, and he's a he's an ex Green Beret. He's been through it. Yeah. Um, when it rains, you get wet. Huh. <laughs> my mind is blown. Uh, one of my best friends uh, in uh, uh, Clint, I I tested for uh, showed on first degree black belt with him. We mm -hmm. did our first my first seventy two hour. Uh, black belt test was with him and uh we were talking one day this is like a year later after mm -hmm. our test um and we were talking and he was saying something like you know i used to like he just you know he just pontificates like this sometimes and <laughs> it's the silent ones like he's always quiet and observing uh -huh. and, and, and then you're like then he says something you should probably listen to people <laughs> like that sure if they're just always kind of quiet and always watching and then when they finally decide to say something mm -hmm. you shut up and listen because it's probably important right um and he's he's just like that. Uh, so he said, you know, sometimes, or used to, before we did our test, and, and it used to like rain. I would like, man, I would like just like run wherever I was going, and like ah, uh, and put something over my head and get right. in there and stuff. He's like, but you know, I always got wet anyway. He's like, now after our test, I just like, I just get out of my car and go wherever I'm going. I don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. He's like, I get the same amount of wet. <laughs> I'm like, it's true. It's true. And I like that way of thinking. And then he posted this. Um, when it rains, you get wet. That, that is like, 
embrace the suck if I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, why are you, and I'm not specifically talking about like the rain. I mean, maybe you don't want to get wet. I don't give a shit, but like sure. the metaphor of that, of like, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if something's going to happen, why are you, you know, you're like, it's the ocean crashing against the rock. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, the rock isn't going to move. Mm-hmm. The ocean's going to crash. Mm-hmm. You should probably not be in between it. True. You know, like, <laughs> it's right. just that simple. Um, well, you don't have to enjoy it. No. No. And and you probably won't. But if you get through it, if you get through that sucky part, then you'll probably be a better mm-hmm. person for it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, well, maybe not rain again, but but yes, the, the metaphor of, of the rain is the sucky part. Yep. And you get wet and you deal with it. Well, and then, this... Yeah, man, this story that he tells in his post, and, and I will link this up. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking. He starts off with, uh, you know, when it rains, you get wet. Mm-hmm. He said they were out on the range. They were training Green Berets, whatever, shooting guns. Right. They were out training, and it just opened up and started pouring on them. And he said everyone got real shitty, morale plummeted. They started yeah. bitching. And the sergeant guy came over, and he smoked them. He was just like, put your shit down. Let's start working out. Like, and smoked them in the mud to teach them the lesson that you aren't owed anything. You yeah. aren't you aren't owed perfectly blue, beautiful day to go shoot your guns and train and have fun. Yeah. You aren't owed any of that. Yeah. We aren't owed anything. We aren't owed the right to like get out of our car and walk perfectly into our office and you yeah. know, not even sweat one little drip. That's true. Like <laughs> you gotta change your mindset and yeah. that and again that comes back to what we're talking about. That's why I do these things because it helps me focus that mindset and whenever i start feeling that way yeah when i feel like man i came in this morning and there was no coffee oh my god yeah what do you do do you yeah. just like sit down and bitch about the fact that there was no coffee or did you go make coffee right <laughs> I, I mean think about yourself in your own office like yeah. does that happen to you yeah like are you bitching about these little things that i you should probably shut up about i i go back to uh, there there are two things i do when things suck one is i go to my happy place mm-hmm. which is um in Ubud, bali after melanie and i got married um, we went there on a honeymoon and there was a place that we stayed in the mountains that you know has the endless pool and and you know just beautiful in the jungle in in the jungle in the mountains i never knew you went to india not india Bali. Oh, Bali. Bali. Oh. Bali. Indonesia. Indonesia. Um, Sorry. Yeah. I've My never bad. been to India either. Indonesia. Um, Indonesia. Indonesia. Um, but but anytime that I'm, you know, trying to find my happy place, it's, it's there. But I also, Probably like, would be. The, the weird part of me, like, brings in not only Melanie, but the kids and then family and friends. So, you know, like, we're enjoying things there. Um, but then the other thing that I do is I go back to... I wouldn't call them i had like two or three times that i always go back to in the army to really understand where i am today mm. and one really sucked in the physical sense which was um we were at fort benning and we were doing um it wasn't a firing range but we were out um in this like we're supposed to uh, crawl through trenches under barbed wire and, and it's just it's just supposed to be an exercise of like getting under barbed wire or going you know and, right. and da, 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 it's um, simple it's simple and it was supposed <laughs> to be you know for a few hours or whatever well it was november and it was snowing for like the first time ever not in so simple in georgia yeah <laughs> and it was snowing there was water it, there was water there <clears throat> it was you know halfway freezing and our first sergeant was the biggest dick in the world. <laughs> and, you know, I, I mean, and he, I think we'd been told, or he had been told, you know, bring your troops back. Mm. He's like, fuck that. No. They're going to train. <laughs> wow. And so, you know, at some, and like, but the weird thing was, is like, nobody was really pushing anybody to actually go through these trenches that were half filled with water. Mm almost frozen and it was snowing and then you know then there are a couple of us that are like well fuck it we've got to be here anyway let's get let's have and we i mean that was the total embrace the set like okay we're going to get wet we're going to get cold it's going to suck we're gonna and and i hate sand (laughs) 
I hate sand with a passion. And like that was probably worse than the cold part. So, you know, my buddies and I, we get in there and we start doing trench and, and then we're done. Okay. And somebody had a fire, a barrel fire. And, uh-huh. and then we went and, nice and halfway cozy. got warm, you know, and, and waited for everybody else to, to dick around and not do it. And then, you know, we were just there. And then finally they had to do it anyway. You could have just they done had, it. They had to do it. There was no, like, <laughs> there, like just go through it once. Okay. <laughs> Get it done. I, but for some reason there was like this weird, like, right. nobody was actually pushing anybody. Like right. the, the drill sergeants were not pushing them to do it. Cause I don't think that they agreed with it either. So, no. um, doesn't mean you got can't do it. No. So so that's one of the places that I go to, um, just in you know, um and then it's a good lesson. Yeah. Um and there there are a couple other times, you know, breaking your back, <laughs> that's a shitty time. But Yeah. But the other one that I have is um is I was doing the uh the expert marksman um uh, I'm gonna get it wrong, so you know, flame me on this, but um, uh, I was trying to go for my expert marksman. It's no, it's any, it's it's one that it's like it's not only firing on a range, but it's like uh, there's road march at the end, but then there's also land nav during the day Gross. and at night through swamp. Gross. Yeah, sounds awesome. Oh yeah, no, and like totally looking back, like ooh, that'd be awesome to do again. Let's do that for yeah. fun this weekend. But if that's part of your job, sometimes it's not as fun, right? Um, and no, especially it's all about perspective, right? And so, um, so I remember going through the daytime one, and then going through the, and then you also have all these skills that you have to do mm. uh, throughout the day, and you have to pass them in order to move on. Um, and I think like three no goes, and you're totally out of the thing. Um, so I was doing the night land nav, and you know, I think it got totally lost at one point. And 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 everybody has their own place that they have to go to, or like they're they're like I got you. You know, thirty people have to go to right. this one. Thirty people have to go. Right. So it's you can't just follow somebody. Follow fifty people, right? Exactly. The same place. Right? Yeah. Um. And so you know, walking through the swamp, it's I mean, like you know, um, waist deep. It's cold. It's night. Um, yeah. And and. <laughs> You don't know what's in there, and you're hoping it's asleep. <laughs> um, and then I, I believe I can't remember if you finish, if you finish by daylight, or if you finish sometime in the middle of the night. But whatever it is, the next day doesn't seem like it matters. Yeah, the next day um, I think was the skills part, and at some point I was just like, you know, you're totally exhausted, right? Um, and I was laying there, you know, and just kind of looking up at the sky, and there was a pine tree over me. Mm-hmm. And I could see blue sky, pine tree, and everything else on the side didn't matter all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like, none of the, you know, none That's of the Joes that were around me. Right. None of the, you know, things that were going on. It was just like a... Huh. All of this, I don't know, that sucked really. I love but that. All of this, you know, could suck around you. But at the same time, there's a blue sky, there's a tree, it's beautiful, you know. I can relate to that. Yeah. Just enjoy that. That moment is beautiful. Yeah. And then you get a You're little bit of. You're transcending the suck. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I, I, I've, a, I don't, I've never been in the military, but uh, this would have been. Uh, 30 hours in the eh, 24, somewhere in there. Uh-huh. Um, we start on, from my Bible test, we start on a Friday, we have a Saturday and a Sunday. So this is like right. Saturday morning at like whatever. Um, you're exhausted. It yeah. doesn't matter. And, you know, you're staring down like 40 other black belts right. everywhere from, you know, the degree you're trying to get right. to like 10th degree. Like right. dudes like, you know, seen everything. Right. You know what I mean? Um, they go whole spectrum. And you just like, when you first start, you're like, I'm in front of all these people. Mm -hmm. But after a while, you're just like, I don't even know who's here. It's not because I'm out of my mind. It's just like, I'm in that, I've transcended the suck. Yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the dojo. The floor's comfy. You know, I'm, I'm feeling good. Like I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. And that's what, that's what they want. And that's what they wanted you to. That's where they want you. Yeah. That's when you're trainable. It's true. You're not actually trainable until you get to that point. Right. Yeah. You're trainable <laughs> you, once you're tired. You're trainable once. Right? once that's once who you are. Yeah. Once something is released, mm-hmm. I think. 
whether it's phys- it's physical and mental at the same time, yeah. then you're just. There's a guy um, I know. I haven't. I've never trained with him, and I want to. Jason Kelly. He he travels the southeast and and trains like uh, police and military yeah. on hand to hand stuff. But he has a saying like, "Everybody's a track star when they're fresh. Who are you when you're tired?" <laughs> yeah. And he's damn straight. Yeah. Like that. And I love that. And that, that is transcending the suck. Yeah. That is post embrace. Maybe that. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, but, but you have to embrace it. In order Imagine to being it. there in your business life. Yeah. That's a beautiful place, man. I've been there a couple of times, yeah. you know, and there's always something that knocks you out for that. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's what you do to get back there. And it's, it's a great feeling. No, that's, um, I, I, I think that's what, th- I think that's what this should be called, like, the next level of that. I think so. Um, but And here's the last last little oh. thing I wanted to bring up um, in this was uh, this this one post by Dizzle Baby. <laughs> I love these, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> these little things. Um, anyway, we can, t- we can talk about the 75 hard program later. But uh, there will be many days where you feel outnumbered by problems. Those problems are simply opportunities to become greater. Yeah. And it's that point. It's at that point, we're talking about embracing the suck. It's at that point when you're on the other side of the tunnel, you finally realize these things have been put in front of me yeah. so that I can, I can utilize my skills that I've been working with and, I'm, and I can learn how to be better. Yeah. It's all a challenge in order to get to where you want to get to. It's the end state, baby. Yeah. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> you got anything else? No. Good? I, I mean, there's, there's. You're right. Like an onion, there's so much around this, but, but I, I think that when you, when you can get to a point to where, you notice the suck. You. See it coming head on, mm-hmm. and then you embrace it, and and deal with it the best that you can. Then you transcend it. Then you transcend it. <laughs> then, you know, like, and then you can always figure it out the next time mm-hmm. because guess what? It's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And you didn't quit. No. And your mommy's proud. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> All right, man. That was a good one. <laughs>